Hi everyone, welcome back to Daily Mana, where we're learning to feed on the Word of God chapter by chapter. My name is Andrew, and today we are in Revelation chapter 7. In Revelation chapter 6, we saw the opening of seven seals. The seven seals contain the whole unveiling of the mysteries of God's universe and its economy. At the end of chapter 6, we have the sixth seal, and in the beginning of chapter 8 of Revelation, we have the seventh seal. Today in Revelation chapter 7, we can call this an insertion between the sixth seal and the seventh seal, showing how God cares for his people while he's about to execute his judgment upon the earth. When the fifth seal is open, we have the prayers of the martyr saints to the Lord and to his word. These martyr saints cried out to the Lord, saying, How long, O Master, holy and true, will you not judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth? Then the sixth seal is the response to the prayer of the martyr saints. At the time of the sixth seal, the calamities will be changed from natural calamities to supernatural ones. The earth will be shaken, the sun, the moon, the stars will be damaged. These calamities will be a preface to the seventh seal. When the seventh seal is executed, the situation will be terrible and no one will be able to bear it. This is what the Bible calls the Great Tribulation. Different portion in the Bible calls this time the Day of the Lord. The damage to the earth during the Great Tribulation will be bigger than what happened during the sixth seal. Nothing will be good on the earth. Significantly, the Lord directed John to place chapter 7 of Revelation between the sixth and seventh seal. This insertion is enlightening, comforting, and supplying. It is encouraging and worthy of our close attention. This chapter is inserted when God gave his provision to his people and how he will preserve them. God will preserve his two peoples, the Israelites and the redeemed believers. Let's start with chapter 7 verses 1 to 4. In this set of verses, we will see how the Lord will preserve and care for the Israelites. Revelation 7, 1. After this, I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, so that no wind would blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. And I saw another angel ascending from the rising of the sun, having the seal of the living God. And he cried out with a loud voice to the four angels, to whom authority was given to harm the earth and the sea, saying, Do not harm the earth or the sea or the trees until we seal the slaves of our God upon their foreheads. And I heard the number of those who were sealed, a hundred and forty-four thousand, sealed out of every tribe of the sons of Israel. We see that God will seal 144,000 out of every tribe of the sons of Israel, sealing 12,000 out of each of the 12 tribes. These are the Israelites who will keep the commandments of God during the Great Tribulation. Altogether, 144,000 faithful Israelites will be sealed on their foreheads. I do not know what kind of seal this will be, but it will be a mark recognizable to the angels sent to judge the earth. This is God's way of preserving His chosen Israelites while he's executing his judgment upon the earth. The Lord will be faithful to his covenant to the Israelites, but preserving a remnant of the people of Israel. The situation on the earth at that time will be an unspeakable, horrible situation for Israel, but at the very end, the faithful ones will be marked out and preserved. The Christians during that time will also be preserved, but they will be preserved differently. Let's jump to verse 9. After these things I saw, and behold, there was a great multitude which no one could number, out of every nation and all tribes and people and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes and palm branches in their hands. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, who sits upon the throne and to the Lamb. Verse 14, And I said to him, My Lord, you know. And he said to me, 
These are those who come out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Because of this, they are before the throne of God and serve Him day and night in the temple. And He who sits upon the throne will tabernacle upon them. They will not hunger any more, neither will they thirst any more, neither will the sun beat upon them, nor any heat. For the Lord who is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them and guide them to the springs of water of life, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. We see from this set of verses, in addition to the chosen remnant of Israel, God has another people, the redeemed saints of the church. God's way of preserving His redeemed saints is not to keep them on the earth during the great tribulation, but to take them away by means of rapture. Rapture here describes how the believers living on the earth are taken alive directly to the presence of the Lord. We see later in Revelation 14, the principle of the rapture is the reaping of the mature and ripe believers. When the Lord came to the earth in His earthly ministry, He sowed a seed of the kingdom. That seed is growing to some extent to the believers, and those who will be victorious believers will grow to maturity. Then those who are mature and ripen will be raptured just before the beginning of the Great Tribulation. We see in Revelation that the rapture will not only occur once or be just of a one kind, there will be at least two or three kinds of raptures. Eventually, all the redeemed saints in the church will be raptures from earth to heaven. The believers are firstly regenerated, for God has put himself into us as life. He does not simply put a mark on our forehead, he puts himself into us as life. This is wonderful. Thus, we are not his earthly people, but his heavenly people. We have God in us. Unlike the chosen remnant of Israel, we should not remain on earth. Rather, we shall be preserved by being taken away to the presence of God. However, if we will be taken away to God's presence, we must be mature. If we do not allow God's life to grow in us, God will not take us away. Instead, he will leave us in the field until we have ripened. While all the church people will be taken away, there is nonetheless a condition the condition of maturity and growth in life. If we remain and spend much of our time enjoying the Lord with the other believers, we day by day allow the life of the Lord to spread in our being. This equals growth. By the Lord's sovereign grace, we remain in the church and feed on the Word of God as our food and receive nourishment. As we feed on Christ and the Word, we grow in life. Praise the Lord that we are growing, that He is preparing us for our rapture. We certainly do not want to face the tribulation. So it is an encouragement to us to grow day by day unto maturity, growing into rapture, growing into His presence. One day we shall be there with the Lord. Well, that's it for today. Keep enjoying the Bible.